Welcome to this week's episode of Inside the Woods, the Valley News Dartmouth Football Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Rosenberg. It was an unhappy homecoming for the Big Green last Saturday as they fell to Harvard 28-13. Dartmouth scored a couple touchdowns in the second quarter and trailed by just one at halftime, but the Crimson dominated after the break as the Big Green fell to 2-5 and and 1-3 and in the Ivy League. The two quarterbacks complemented each other well at times, but both struggled in the second half, and Harvard running back Aiden Bourget rushed for 179 yards and two touchdowns on 26 carries. Things don't get any easier this week with Dartmouth traveling to undefeated Princeton. The Tigers have pummeled nearly every opponent on their schedule this season, led by the Ivy League's best scoring offense and scoring defense. Princeton has allowed just 11 points per game. Blake Stenstrom, a transfer from Colorado, is the Tigers' quarterback, and he's been very efficient. 68.3% completion rate, upwards of 260 yards per game, and 12 touchdowns with just two interceptions. Tigers have a strong freshman, Ryan Butler, at running back, but their best offensive playmaker is receiver Andre Yoshivas, who's put up 176 and 155 yards, respectively, in his last two games. Yoshivas is likely to be selected in next spring's NFL draft. On defense, Princeton has come away with 14 interceptions and 7 fumble recoveries for a total of 21 forced turnovers to just 4 committed by the offense. Michael Rutland Jr. and C.J. Wall headlined the Ivy League's best secondary, with Nate Marty and Matthew Jester holding things together in the front seven. Preview this matchup further. Here's my weekly interview with Dartmouth head coach Buddy Tevens. Joined once again this week by head coach Buddy Tevens, heading into a tough matchup Saturday down at Princeton. Coach, how are you doing? Well, kind of working through a week, really enjoying the weather. Highly unusual for this time of year, but uh, getting ready for a very strong Princeton team. Yeah, it's been real nice. Uh, hopefully, fall can hang on. Uh, for a little while longer, Let's keep winter away as, as long as we can. Um, so now that you guys are pretty much just playing out the string, does everyone still seem locked in at practice this week? No, they do. Uh, you know, an Ivy contest is is special. You know, we don't have that many of them, and and uh, you want bragging rights through the course of the off season. Uh, so, uh, you know, disappointed with the outcomes to date, but excited about an opportunity to play. You know, the, the league leading uh, opponent in uh, Princeton. So we've got to play well, but we've had a good week of practice thus far. Yeah, what has the mood been like this week, knowing you you still have three games left? Yeah, well, the, the mindset is, hey, everyone counts. You know, it may not count towards a championship, but it counts on your win-loss record and uh, the simple competitive nature of the guys. They want to go down and show their best possible football. Uh, we feel like we continue to develop as a team. You know, keep playing young players, and the more they play, the better they're playing. Uh, we felt our offensive line, which is very, has been inexperienced uh, coming into the season, is playing better and better. Harvard, the, the the best pass rush team in the league, and we had no sacks. So uh, positives, but you got to put those all all together, and we're trying to do that this week against Princeton. Yeah, on that note, I did want to ask about Constantine. You know, a sophomore to be starting at left tackle, and obviously with his background coming from Germany, uh, can't imagine he's been playing football for as long as some of these guys have. Uh, what's impressed you about the way he's, you know, developed and improved here this year? 
Well, he, he's been a wonderful addition and obviously kind of raw because the level of football that he did play was not real high. Uh, and picking up the skill set uh, as quickly as he had has been very, very impressive. Keith Clark's done real good work with him, and Keith is as good an offensive line coach as I've ever been around. And he has allowed a young, inexperienced guy to really blossom. Uh, Constantine, I call him the Terminator after Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, he doesn't say much, but he just takes care of his business on the field. And he's learning some of the nuances, uh, pass rush moves and so forth. Uh, lining up against guys like Shane Cox in practice uh, has made a difference for him. But really a wonderful student of the game. It is, again, a new learning experience for him. But every every practice day and every game, we see an improvement. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as you've reviewed film from the Harvard game, what has stood out to you? Well, uh, the one thing we, our, our guys competed hard and played hard through the course of the ball game. Uh, first half, obviously a little bit closer in the second half. I thought they wore us down a little bit as uh, time progressed. Uh, we allowed too much on the ground. Uh, their running back is the class of the league and a very, very gifted runner. And we saw all of it, uh, you know, big runs, uh, broken tackles uh, and so forth. From an offensive standpoint, uh, there were some bright points, but we need to have more of them. Uh, you know, scoring 13 points is not going to beat a lot of people in this league. Uh, and time of possession is important. Uh, when we're on the field, we've got to extend these drives and put uh, scores on the board, not just three, but uh, put sevens up. And that's the challenge we face this week. Yeah, looking ahead to Princeton, uh, we've got a quarterback receiver duo who seem to be really clicking in recent weeks. Uh, NFL prospect there. What kind of challenges are they going to pose offensively? Well, they're, uh, they're going to throw the football, and they've done a real good job. Blake Stenstrom's dad, Steve, played professionally for a long period of time, uh, so he grew up with a background and uh, uh, an understanding of the game, but a very, very accurate passer. He's a good-sized guy, 6'4", two and a quarter, but he's also mobile. Uh, so he can keep a play alive, but he's always got his eyes downfield, and that's the big concern is deep ball threats. Uh, with uh, Zosovis and, and the classy two outstanding wide receivers with speed and athleticism, uh, stay on them. You know, we've got to cover these guys up. Critical thing with a quarterback like Stenstrom is to get to them. Uh, and we would like to employ different uh, strategies, a little bit of pressure. Uh, and, but the key is our down people got to get off blocks. Uh, their offensive line has done a nice job. The senior dominated. They have played together for two, a couple of years now. And uh, it's it'll be a challenge for us. But uh, thus far, again, uh, practice week has gone favorably for us. Yeah. How about on the other side of the ball? Defensively, they love to take the ball away, and they've had a lot of success with that. What kind of challenges are they going to pose there? Well, the big thing, we just can't give it to them. Uh, and we see a lot of the turnovers, and it's just uh, misfires or fumbles or uh, things that you, you can control to an extent. Uh, they do a great job uh, with their front. They're very, very athletic. Uh, they are not as big as the front we just saw against Harvard, but they're uh, probably maybe a little bit more athletic. Uh, and that'll be a challenge to our younger guys. Uh, they mix it up. They're not a big man team, so we won't see a lot of one-on-one -on -one coverage, but they zone blitz a bunch, which puts pressure on you guys. They just open up a, a void uh, in their coverage scheme. And the key is to, to, to spread the ball around, take advantage of some of the opportunities, uh, and again, just stay on the field. You know, three and out drives doesn't bode well for anybody. Uh, into the best defense against uh, uh, Princeton's offense is to keep them on the bench. And that's the responsibility of the offense. Yeah. In terms of the atmosphere down there, what are you, what are you expecting? I know it should be hopefully a good crowd considering how well Princeton has played. 
Well, it could be a beach party. I heard it's going to be 75 degrees or more <laughs> down there. Uh, so we've got our guys uh, hydrating from Sunday night on. Uh, it'll be interesting. You know, in, in terms of lesser numbers are 62. And we generally play just about everybody that's on the trip. Uh, we worry a little bit about cramping. We had an issue down at Columbia with that. Uh, it was a little bit cooler up here prior to that game. And uh, it's been cooler up here, but uh, still obviously unseasonably warm. So hopefully we acclimate a little bit. Uh, but the attitude is, hey, it's, it's a great opportunity against a team that, uh, again, they're the number one team in the league right now. And to get out and play our best football, we've not put together a complete game where our offense, our defense, and our special teams have all played together. I believe that we have one or two or three of those in us, and it's a, we need to put it out uh, this weekend to have a shot against a, a real good football program. Yeah, how are things coming along injury-wise? I know it's been a real tough year on that front. Uh, didn't seem like anything major happened to, uh, to worsen things in, in the Harvard game. Are people starting to get healthy or... Yeah. And again, I, I hate to talk about injuries and use it as an excuse. We just have had an inordinate number of guys go down. We have plenty of guys to play. Uh, they just haven't had a whole lot of experience in the league dominated by older players. Uh, it's certainly been challenging. Uh, not a whole lot of new uh, news to report. Some of the ones have been season ending, a good number of them. So those guys won't be back. Uh, Nick Howard, you know, bumped and bruised and he kind of finds a way to play. Uh, Mac Ayers, Mac has practiced a little bit this week. So he's, he's looking better at the inside linebacker position, but some of the other guys, they, they may be done for the year. Uh, and we just have new guys step up and take their place. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Well, appreciate it as always. And take care. Thanks as always to coach for joining me. As for the Ivy league picture, we had perhaps the upset of the year last weekend with Brown scoring a late touchdown to defeat previously undefeated Penn, 34-31. The Bears led 24-7 at halftime, only to see the Quakers come all the way back, but with under two minutes to go, running back Alan Smith caught a nine-yard touchdown for the win. Starting quarterback Jake Wilcox left the game after completing 14 of 15 passes for 115 yards and a touchdown, but backup Aiden Gilman filled his shoes nicely, going 22 of 38 for 245 yards in two scores. Penn got 154 rushing yards and two touchdowns from Jonathan Mulatu and quarterback Ian Sain, whose brother just committed to Alabama, went 29 for 51 for 227 yards and a score. Princeton stayed perfect by beating Cornell 35 to 9, but despite that margin, the Big Red managed 433 yards of offense to the Tigers' 288 and had twice as many first downs. Cornell quarterback Jamison Wong threw four interceptions, one of which was returned 89 yards for a touchdown. Last Friday night, we had Yale pull away from Columbia 41-16. Nolan Grooms was just 16 of 33 passing, but he threw a career-high 346 yards and four touchdowns, two of them they went for 64 and 83 yards. The Lions also had two punts blocked, which was would sound familiar to Dartmouth fans. That happened once to them against the Big Green. It was recovered for a touchdown. This leaves Princeton as the only unbeaten team in the league at 4-0. Harvard, Yale, and Penn all 3-1. Dartmouth, Cornell, and Brown are all 1-3. And, and Columbia is bringing up the rear at 0-4. And, and the top four 
in the league this week all face a team in the bottom four, so that gap between the haves and the have-nots is set to perhaps widen even further. There's no Friday night game this week. The slate starting at noon on Saturday with Yale hosting Brown. Harvard looking to stay in the hunt at home against Columbia, and Penn will try and rebound from that tough loss with another road game against Cornell. That's going to be it for this week. You can keep up with our episodes on Anchor.fm, on our website, vnews.com, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at BXRosenberg, and follow the Valley News Sports Desk on Twitter at sports underscore VN, and on Instagram at Valley News Sports. Hope you enjoyed listening to Inside the Woods, and be sure to check out the Valley News every day for more Dartmouth football and Upper Valley sports content. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time. Thank you.